I'm Ann Police. And I'm Denise Cooper. And you're listening to Two Average Girls. Happy Tag Tuesday. Hello. How are you? Do I look good or feel she good? Looks, I wish you guys could see her right now. <laughs> She's so relaxed because she just got back from vacation. Yes, I went on vacation. Where'd you go? Tell the tell the peeps where you went. I went to Belize. I have never been there. Oh my gosh. And it was really amazing. I... Um, I did not want to come home because coming home means work. (laughs) (laughs) Reality? Yes. I'm sorry. I know. So, but you didn't just go to Belize. You went, you were on a sailboat. Yeah. Yeah. So every other year we sail somewhere with some friends. We rent a catamaran, a 50 foot catamaran, Mm -hmm. and we captain and sail our own Boat. And Did, when I say we, I mean the guys. I just sit there and read a uh, book. Okay, so is one of the guys an experienced sailor? Like he has yes. a license in sailoring. There's no really, you don't need a license. Oh, anyone he, can just walk out and sail yeah, a boat? The, the boat itself is pretty, it's not a normal, like it's a normal sailboat. It's a normal catamaran sailing boat. It's got two, it's got a mast with two sails and the whole bit. But um, you need to know a little bit. I don't think you need to be certified in anything in order to rent a boat. I think they let you do it because you can motor the boat as well. Hmm. So it's not like you're just sailing only. But you still have to get it into like a slip. or well, my, That's where Hod comes in because oh. he can literally like a houseboat. You can just maneuver it. Like oh. he can, he's an operator for that. And the sailing part, like anchoring and like putting the sails up when you're running just on wind right. happens with the whole crew. But it's it's all automated. These are like high tech kind of machines, you know, so they've got great you know, mapping and corsets and everything that you need. And you have it. It's it's glorified camping, really, though. That, I mean, because <laughs> it and, and one of the reasons I love going on this trip and the reason I even want people to hear about it is because it's so out of the ordinary. Yeah, it about is. eight or so years ago, our friends, they did a sailing trip to Grenada mm-hmm. and they invited us. Mm-hmm. And then from there, every other year, we went to Grenada twice. So in four years, we went to Grenada twice. We rent a boat for a week and there's like three other couples. There's four total couples because there's four cabins. Mm-hmm. These cabins are very small. I was just going to ask, how big is a cabin in a sailboat catamaran? Well, you literally, it's a bed. It's okay. a bed that's like on a platform. Okay. And the platform has got a couple drawers and maybe a little bit of storage on another drawer and a little hanging storage. But you crawl into your bed and you don't... You open the door and there's the bed. You open the door, there's okay. the bed. You open the other door. Luckily, everyone has their own bathroom. What? But the bathroom is, in some sailboats, it's been the toilet and the shower like are next to each other. Sure, I get that. You know, it's yeah. just like... But this one was really nice because we had a separate shower section. It's not like two people can be in the bathroom at the same time right right you know but it was it was really good and the really beautiful thing about this boat was it made its own water what does that mean they had the technology to take 
and make their its own water. It's oh, got a desalinization mm-hmm. situation, which when you're on a boat in these sailing areas, there it and we've gone to Grenada through the Grenadines, St. Vincent's, all of those beautiful places. Mm-hmm. They are third world countries. They are. Yeah. Um, I guess you want to call them. I guess people don't call them third third world countries anymore. Is that not developing nations okay. now. <laughs> okay. Sure. So the, these developing nations yeah. are still not very developed. <laughs> they are developing. Yeah, yeah. But part of the deal is this is kind of a circuit that a lot of sailing people go on. And so the interesting thing that I find is that when we're out there, um, there's a lot of people with cat that are renting these catamarans for the week or, t- or so at a time. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people who are sailing around the world and that's what they do. They They take a sailboat. And they have sailed all around the world. We have met people who have literally been from France and they're sailing with their two dogs and three children and they are homeschooling their kids on the boat and that's what they do. They're not going across the Atlantic. Oh, they go everywhere. Yes. They go all around the world. What? Yes. Yes. And when you do that, that's next level. This is a vacation, you know, so... It, for, it's not for everybody. There's people no. who will not want to captain their own boats. We do. Yeah. We like to do that. Right. It's fun for mm-hmm. us. We're not afraid of it. Um, you're not sure where you're going to eat or what you're going to eat because you've got to stock your boat, which is got small refrigerators, mm-hmm. and ours happened to not work on this trip. Mm. Mm-hmm. So that wasn't great. Were you drinking n- warm Diet Coke? They don't even have Diet Coke. <laughs> no. That's the other hardship you it have is a to, hardship <laughs> literally you're not getting ice oh yeah well I mean, and you're not getting really cold sodas or drinks wow and it's not diet coke it's coke light or coke zero they did not have diet coke okay so it was a sacrifice it is a sacrifice but yeah. you know we go there you get your as much food as you can fit into this boat which isn't a ton it's not enough for eight people for seven days no so you get what you can and then you go from island to island and you sail a lot, but not, you're not in, you're an open ocean and it gets kind of rough, but you, the boat itself is pretty smooth and it works out. I take, I get violently sick if I don't take medicine. So I take a, a, a medicine at Bonine every 12 hours and I have a patch behind my ear. <laughs> and as I'm sitting here right now, I think uh, the table is moving because I literally bleary. just got off the boat last night. <laughs> you're a little bleary eye, ever so slightly bleary eye. I'm like, whoa, is this, is this microphone moving from side to side? Yes, right now? it is. I got my sea legs still. So it's, uh-huh. but it's, it's one of those things where, yeah, you can go to a, a nice hotel. Sure. Anybody can do that. Sure. You see parts of the world when we've done this. We went to Tahiti last time mm-hmm. and we went through Bora Bora, the most spectacular place I've ever been in my life. Really? That was it. This place, uh, Belize, really beautiful. We were able to drive to some ruins. So we saw some ancient uh, Mayan ruins that okay. are pretty spectacular. Sure. We were able to meet a lot of different people along the way. We There's a lot of people that own islands out there and you can go there and eat dinner. Mm. With these people, you you moor your boat in this little cove, yeah, and they come out and they say, "You you want to stay here? It's twenty Belize dollars, and if you'd like to eat dinner, we'll take your order. We'll let us know how many people, and you just eat what they're going to serve you." Oh my gosh! So catch of the day, catch of the day. I had lobster three days in a row. Oh, and then you have <laughs> different things. That's too bad. You have 
whatever. And Hod also fished and he yeah. caught a few things that we ate. With the banjo minnow? Banjo minnow. Yeah. Did not disappoint. Shameless caught, plug. Yep. The banjo minnow. And he caught a, um, he caught a really cool, big, huge, beautiful red snapper one day. Nice. So we had that for dinner. Do you take that then to the restaurant of the little, not the no, restaurant. we made it ourselves. Oh, you did. There's a, barbe- there's a mini barbecue on there. Oh, okay. And so you can do that. And there's yeah. a stove and there's a... There's everything. There's a little oven mm. and a stove, mm. and um, it's it's a it's, it's an a adventure. It's an adventure. It's an adventure. It's an adventure. You don't you leave there. I'm glad to get home after seven days on being sure. on the boat because the it's a little wet everywhere. Oh, it's humid. Yeah, and it it just it feels like ugh. I'm glad to be home. Like my sheets feel good. So it's a little but wet it, everywhere. But it's it's not oh. for everybody. But we love it and we love sailing. So. And this is the same group that you go with every time, pretty much the same people. Kim and Dallas we go with, and mm-hmm. then they've invited different people. And this time um, we went for the second time with Adina and Dave, mm-hmm. and then Britt, their do- their daughter was with us, nice. and she had left her kids at home, so she got to have a vacation. It was really really fun. Good. It, you get to know these people really well. Sure, because you're on a boat. You're on a boat. You're, you're not, not going, going anywhere. anywhere. And so you want to make sure you're with good people. And That's these people true. Were awesome. So I'm so glad. It felt good to be there, and it, you you cannot you unwind because there is no. You don't get to be on Instagram. You don't have phone coverage for the most part. Yeah, you are. There, I read a couple books. I mean, it's just, I can't say enough about it, right. but it's an adventure and I, you know, I really, I loved it. So, Well, I'm glad you're back. Well, thank you. Because I don't like it when Denise is gone. I know, it's a little hard. There's no reason for her to be gone. <laughs> Other than, you know. <laughs> what, just relaxing and enjoying relaxing your life? enjoying my life. Oh, well, there's that. Okay, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but when you left, were the Olympics still going on? Yes. Okay. I so, believe. Well, yes, it, the Olympics were going on and... Russia hadn't lost its mind. <laughs> That's a whole nother podcast. Oh my gosh. We don't want to invite that conversation Well, in. I just, I, I'm only bringing it up because as we're talking about everything, and we're going to talk about some frivolous kind of things today, and even my, you feel a little guilty going on vacation when people around the world are like getting invaded. It, yeah, it made me feel really bad because when I it? would get, yeah, when I would get my, you know, phone charged up and I could get some kind of signal I would see what was going on I was just like ah these poor people and here I am mm-hmm. just loving my life and well makes you feel bad for it them. D- I get it it's world gone mad right about now it's yeah. a little crazy that's but what, the bring some happiness to your life that's right <laughs> <laughs> the Olympics though were an interesting ride especially talking about Russians the whole situation with the ice skaters was bananas it was crazy do you, you know s- how much i watched of the olympics how much zero i'm gonna go i watched zero <laughs> did you really you didn't watch any of it no because okay. i didn't think we should be there oh interesting i don't i don't want to get political but i just felt like <laughs> but but I, d- I did <gasps> the women's hockey i followed a little bit I'd, I'd look it up we saw i saw a little bit of that i saw a little bit of the ice skating because it would be on and we would mm-hmm. leave it on but i did not I personally didn't think we should be there. It wasn't appointment TV for you. I feel like a lot of people um, feel the same way you did for whatever reason, whether they thought we should be there or not. I think the ratings were very, very low as far as American viewers are concerned. The only thing that even brought people 
out to have a conversation about it was the the ice skating debacle as well as Sean White. Exactly. He's was, another one that I did follow and wanted to see what was going on. He was amazing. And I was sad that he didn't do as well as he kind of hoped. He hoped to go out with a bang. Right. And he didn't, which is fine. Are you kidding me? This guy's a stellar yeah, athlete. He, doesn't matter. Yeah. I mean, I can say he that. He doesn't have to prove anything he has, to anybody, but yeah. No, he has nothing to prove. But he, to I'm sure he was a little disappointed. I'm, he was 100% very disappointed. He's a competitor, but whatever. Um, but watching the Olympics got me to thinking about a tradition that I have in my family over the 4th of July. We do, uh, I get together with my brother's family. He has four kids, two of which are married. And then of course my son, and we get together and celebrate the 4th of July. And we always have a competition, the Special Olympics. Oh, <laughs> no, talking about being politically correct. Oh, you're not going to get it here. <laughs> No, it's basically it's the special. It's the special special Olympics. No, I don't. You listen. You know I'm a big supporter of the Special Olympics. Well, I know I love the Special Olympics and I support them in many different ways. Um, as do you. I know it's kind of. It, I'm just being cheeky. I know. I mean, <laughs> should we cut all this out? Because we're no, gonna get canceled. no, no, no. We're gonna get canceled. No. Who's going to cancel us? I can hear them coming towards the door. It's just going to be like some kind of like... Knock, knock, knock. They're going to have like a special little thing on it that says like warning. This could be <laughs> these, offensive to me. These a- women are obnoxious. Maybe. Well, I mean, special <laughs> Olympics meaning you and your family are special? Sure. Okay. Okay. Got it. I just... I just coined it that many many years ago <laughs> we get together and it's mostly for the kids we play a bunch of like kind of minute to win it games like uh three-legged racing not quite that adorable more oh. like let's tie these hot dogs around our oh. waist with strings and then put you got them, hot dogs on a string we got hot dogs on a string we tie them around <laughs> our waist and then we put them try and get them into a water bottle like a a plastic water bottle you want to get the wiener in the bottle. <laughs> That's what you're trying to do. That's the game, Denise. Wow. And there's I've another I've never w- been invited to the Special Olympics. Well, maybe maybe your invitation got lost in the mail. Wow. Maybe I might next be pretty time. good about that. I think you'd be really good at it. I mean, I'm the not going to brag, I, but... <laughs> please don't (laughs) don't i'm gonna stop you from bragging i'm gonna stop you right now the one game that i think you'd be really good at this is a tie a banana around your waist okay so wait there's a lot of phallic situations going here in the family what is going on it's just i don't know it's just good clean fun we as adults don't participate in it it's just the kids it's just my nieces and my nephews how old are they uh between 30 and 18 oh so they're adults yeah, kind of. <laughs> they're almost adults. No, I mean, they're adults. They like are homeowners and all this stuff. But I'm telling you right now, if you say, here, Mitch, why don't you tie a banana around your waist and try and get that orange that's on the ground over the finish line at the other end. Oh, he, you're pushing an orange with your banana? You're swinging it. Oh. You're swinging that banana. Because... <laughs> of course you are. I mean, we're going to put some, some pics up on our Instagram so you guys can see <laughs> how wholesome and delightful this is. Um, and you, the minute you introduce that, you got five, six kids going, give me that string. So what, what is, what is the end game here? Is there a prize? The prize is just the pride of knowing that, that you won. And it's very difficult because we have mostly girls in our family. And then we've got my son and then my nephew, 
my niece has married, so, so we're like introducing three, yeah. some boys into the mix. But at the same time, the the girls, I've tried to make it as even as possible. Like I've tried to create these games or find these games on the internet that any you don't have to have a skill in in any you don't particular have to be thing. Super athletic or strong. No, right. You don't right. have to. It's not like race to the end of the pool. No, no. You know, I'm sorry, but you're not going to win if you're racing against a 23 year old boy. Right. And, and you're a girl. So he's on the swim team. Exactly. <laughs> so I've tried to make it even. It still doesn't work. Yeah. My son wins every time. Of course he and does. it's created a bit of a grudge match now. Oh. Even this last year, I said to the girls, I'm like, why don't we team up? Why don't we have, you know, you can get Uncle Warren and you can have Uncle Dave on your team. And but and they were like, absolutely not. Oh, they have pride. They, they, They'd rather lose try and go down right. trying. That's right. Good for them. I mean, I admire it. And at the same time, I'm like, don't you want your name on the trophy? I kind of want to go up against Cameron <laughs> with my banana. He's strangely coordinated with that banana. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe it's because you love monkeys so much. <laughs> I don't see how the two are related in any way. I think we've talked about this, but she has a phobia. I don't think we've talked about my phobia of monkeys. It's not a phobia. I hate monkeys. She actually has an aversion to monkeys, which I, just so you, everyone knows, I kind of have this secret and I don't want it anymore because I've found out it's dangerous, but I've always dreamt of having a chimpanzee as a pet. That's going to come gouge your eyes out well, with its little fingers? You know, when you put it that way, no, I don't want that. Where they That's can bite your face do. off. It's like, going to bite I your know. face off. But have you seen those? They're like clinging to the no. to their owner and they've mm -hmm. got the diaper on nope. and they're just holding on. And I realized Anne had this phobia of monkeys mm. because my husband and I were, or maybe your husband was telling us about this, that in some places around the world, mm. they have trained monkeys <laughs> to go up into <laughs> coconut trees, yeah. into palm trees where mm. the coconuts grow. And the monkeys pick the coconuts and they're trained to do that that's what their job is it's in taiwan and you could have a monkey on your property in in hawaii because you have a lot of palm trees there mm -hmm. and we could have a monkey it mm -hmm. would be so cute mm -hmm. we could i could have exactly what i want and it would be a good thing for you because Why? you would get your coconuts i can get those coconuts down i don't need no monkey to do that, that for me. but it wouldn't you. be as cute but when we told her this, it was like, it was almost as if like, I don't know, like some switch happened there. There was a immediate like twitch and she, she like started like her eye and the right side started twitching yeah. and her veins popped out of her forehead and she became this crazed woman about I got it. real sweaty real quick. I don't understand it. A Listen, chimpanzee is so cute. Those monkeys in Taiwan that climb those trees to mm -hmm. get the coconuts down, first of all, they are leashed. They're on a leash <clears throat> to well, their owner. Oh, because they would leave. Yes. But does, that, do you, does your dog leave? No, your dog stays because it's no, it a leaves. domesticated <laughs> animal. <laughs> it leaves. <laughs> most it dogs. <laughs> most, it should stay. But, most dogs leave, stay. But, the, but they're in, the, ungrateful, I'm just saying. This monkey doesn't want to be here. It's forced labor. Listen, I've got a I've got a big long pole with a real <laughs> sharp thing on the end. I stick that up in the tree and I start cutting away at at, at the coconuts. I don't need a it's monkey. It's a 12-foot tree. Don't you care. need a monkey? I don't need a monkey. That is the, that's a deal breaker for me. I'm moving off that island if I find a monkey is there when I get there. <sighs> okay, okay. Plus you can't bring monkeys onto that island. They are not native to the island. I didn't know that. They'll start killing things and then we'll be in real trouble as if we're not in enough trouble. Anyway, so talking about the Special Olympics, we were just talking about how 
fun they were, uh, what a good time we've had doing them, et cetera, et cetera. And in telling Denise that we actually have a trophy, we actually, I bought, I found a gigantic trophy. We carved, we have the name put on of whoever won and it, you know, we bring it out, hoist it over our heads. It's like, you know, it's very ceremonial. Um, After telling her that, she was like, have you ever seen on 4th of July weekend, the hot dog eating contest. Okay, so let me. That's <laughs> what I. She so was. She me, was. Oh, she. She had the same look on her face as I had when someone proposed that I need a monkey. No, I. Okay, so <laughs> let me just preface all of this. Okay, I was walking in the room and I was they the TV was on a sports channel, and I heard this announcer, and he was literally like, da 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 da, like. <laughs> Jimmy, the whatever, whatever, in like, I thought that he was announcing like a boxing match, right? He's got this grand voice. Mm -hmm. He's doing this thing. And when they introduced this guy, they said he was the hot dog eating champion of the world. It was like, (laughs) rewind. I come back in and my son is watching this on TV. I go, Mitchell, did I just hear this right? He's like, yeah, mom, it's a serious thing. And I said, Eating hot dogs is on a sports channel? Yeah. It's on like ESPN. That is exactly what it's oh, on. it's legit. It is not legit. Yeah. I think it is weird and disgusting. Mm-hmm. But I, that made me think about all of these things that have become legitimate sports. Yeah. And you know why? Why? Because a man likes it. If a man so- <laughs> has decided it is something they like to do, it becomes a sport automatically. We're insulting everyone on this podcast. Also, monkeys <laughs> and the Special Olympic people men, and men. men. May I suggest that it's more than that? This is just me being... Okay, let me just toss this out there. Let me be practical for a minute. I don't think so. The 24-hour news cycle has made it such that those stations need content. And I, so, I mean, how desperate are you? This is in the middle of the day, and you are watching grown men sitting in front of everybody on this huge table... It's a stadium. No, they have their own stadium. I know. Mm-hmm. What have we become? Mm-hmm. I mean, they are not only, they have this plate of wieners in front of them. In buns. Don't in forget buns. that. In yeah. buns. And then they also have these big things of water. Mm-hmm. And they're dipping the buns in the water yeah. and then shoveling in. I I, I literally, it grosses <laughs> me all, out. just hands everywhere. It is no. so... <laughs> disturbingly weird to me yeah that i cannot believe it well and is the champion still joey chestnut it, I, it is actually, that who it is it, yes it okay. is and let, let me just say this this is part of something called the mle m what's mle what is that major league, league. eating oh so it's more than just hot dogs that I mean, I know there's a circuit. I know there's a guy. I don't mean to step on your information there. But I know there's a guy <laughs> named Matt Stoney who is from probably San Jose. He's from like the Bay something, Northern California, Central California, the Bay Area in California. <laughs> <laughs> don't call it Northern California. You're in San Francisco. It's not Northern California. Um, Matt Stoney, I think, is the reigning world champion of, of eating peeps. Yes. Okay. So... And he competed, I don't know if he still does, but he competed in Nathan's uh, hot dog eating contest there on right. Coney Island. Right. I think he's won. He's definitely shown up. So he, these guys do a circuit, I guess is what you're saying. They do. That's I mean, what MLE is? That's what MLE is. Okay. And, the, and the MLE sponsors 
Oh. A lot of stuff. So I went on the MLE. You know, what? Yeah. There's, there's a, a website oh, for the MLE? Yeah. And <laughs> Joey Chestnut is on the front because he is like the He's reigning the man. champ yeah. of a lot of different things. Yeah. There are people that go throughout these circuits and eat all different kinds of things. Now, <clears throat> some of the people are really large. Oh, they are? Because oh, that's not the case with Joey Chestnut that's or right. Matt Stoney. I think most of the people who are like professionals in this, yeah. and just so everyone knows, you're not just eating it and you're not getting some kind of wonky trophy. There's, you're winning money. There's prize money. There's prize money. This is what they do for a living. Oh, do you? I don't mean to put you on the hey, spot. Hey, what does your husband do for oh. a living? Oh, mine's a lawyer. I'm mm. not sure. Mine they... eats a lot of hot dogs. If, as long as we're suggest, as long as we are insulting everyone, I don't know that there's a lady on the scene. There's women. No, I, no, no. I'm saying the guys who compete, do they have a significant other? I don't know about that. I, I'm I, just gonna make a guess and say no. I don't know, but I maybe. I can you imagine? Do you think they have groupies? Can you imagine? <laughs> I follow the circuit. You of so, all the hot dog eating <laughs> men in the world. For whatever reason, you have found. <clears throat> You have found yourself on a Tinder. And you see this. <laughs> I don't know what path your life has taken. And I'm sorry, Denise. But now you're on Tinder. And you you are matched up with a guy. And you're texting. And everything is fine and cute. And you think he's adorable. And you want to meet him for a beautiful dinner in New York City somewhere. Because that's where you're going to be. And then you sit down to start having a conversation. And you find out that he's a he is a competitive eater. You are leaving. There is no lady. Well, my question is this, and I didn't get into it enough because I was just, I, I, but I've started thinking about this while we've been talking about it is, how do you prepare for that? Like, oh, they have a whole thing. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, as, for as little as I know about it, the last time I watched Nathan's hot dog eating contest, they were talking about whoever the winner was and his prep. And how he has to stretch out his stomach. And oh, then he has gosh. to starve himself. And there's a lot of water talk. There's a lot of water. And we're drinking a lot of water. And there's gallons upon gallons. And it's... No. No. So what So what other food so products? Basically, there are all kinds of... So there's events that are established every year. And so if you're on the MLE circuit or you're looking to participate, they have got an event pretty much starting in the spring and just going all the way to the end of the year. Um, the inaugural wings for Wishes uh, Professional Wing Eating Championship, which is um, chicken wings, obviously. There's a prize of over $4,200. What? It, when you That's win. it? So I did look up to see what kind of records there were, okay? Okay. And what I didn't realize, I was at work and I just decided, I'll just run off the different records. Mm -hmm. I heard the copier going, cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. <laughs> and by the time I got out there and even stopped, it was like 50 or 60 pages of records. Of food. You see, see this right here? And she's looking at this records. Yeah. It's a These thick old pile. Thick, yeah. Uh -huh. So chicken wings. And they're long form chicken wings. Okay. 182 wings in 30 <gasps> minutes. Oh. <gasps> By Joey Chestnut. Oh, that's Joey Chestnut too? Butter. Butter. You Just can eat butter. Like, I love butter. But it, I mean, I don't love it to the point of seven quarter pound sticks of salted butter in five minutes. They're just eating that straight? I don't think they're putting it on a roll. Um, that's not Joey Chestnut, is it? No, that okay. is Don Lerman. Good job, Don. Um, matzo balls. Matzo ball. Okay, so now we got the Jewish brethren. 21 baseball size matzo balls 
in 5 minutes 25 seconds by Eric the Badlands Booker. So now they have names for these guys, like nicknames. There's chili. 2.438 gallons of chili. Okay. Almost two and a half gallons of chili in six minutes. Okay. That happened on February 17th, 2018. Oof. Okay. Um, how about Maui onions? Oh, just a straight onion? Or are just they fried? Straight, nope. Just, it sounds like three onions. Three onions. 8.5 ounces of Maui onions, three onions, at the Whaler's Village. Oh, it's in Hawaii. Right. Sure. By Eric the Badlands Booker. Listen, Eric, he's getting it done. He ate that in one minute. Okay. Ate three onions in one minute. Oh, they're Maui onions. They're probably sliced. This grossed me out. Tell me. But this is a woman, and I saw her picture, and she's a skinny little thing. They often are. 47 dozens, <gasps> dozen of Acme oysters. Ooh. Oh, I was so prepared for you to say donuts when no, you said dozen of no. oysters. So she was just sliding those down. Which kind of, Ugh. it seems like you could do that. Taco Bell tacos, 53 oh. soft beef tacos okay. in 10 minutes. Joey Chestnut. Uh, Joey did that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a man. Spam, mm. which, you know, I might be that might be also in Hawaii, but it doesn't say 9.75 pounds of Spam <gasps> from the can Nine. in eight minutes. Oh, that's a pound a minute. That's more I, than. There, I, it goes on and on. There's asparagus. There's watermelon. Asparagus. There's beef ribs. There's rice balls. There's ice cream, which I kind of got excited about because that's one thing I can get behind a huge bowl of ice cream. But one gallon, nine ounces of vanilla ice cream in 12 minutes. A gallon? I have to think about this for a second. Not a ha- not one of those little things no, you have a in gallon. your fridge. A gallon. In how many minutes? In 12 minutes. Okay. And that person's name was Cookie Jarvis, which, Cookie. you know. Cookie. I wonder if Cookie ever, you know. Cookie's getting it done. Green beans, French cut. <laughs> specific. Very yes, specific. Yes, 2.71 pounds of green beans in six minutes by Crazy Legs Conti. <laughs> I like the names. I got to tell you, what would be your eating name? <laughs> Denise I, the, I don't know. Oh. I got to think about it. Denise the Ferrari Cooper? No, I'd have to be like, it'd have to be food. Uh, Denise the Donut. I don't know. <laughs> and the Chainsaw. <laughs> the Chainsaw. Yeah, it'd be and the Chainsaw. <laughs> Give me those Krispy Kreme. How about if this, if they invited you to eat some beef tongue? Mm-mm. Yes. Mm-mm. Three point three three pounds, three ounces, pickled beef tongue Mm-mm. whole Mm-mm. Mm-mm. in 12 minutes. No. I, again, I... I thought that the I thought that the hot dog situation was gross, Mm. and then I saw what other things people were putting in their mouths, (laughs) and I decided that that was probably not a problem. There's one a beef. There's a birthday cake one. Oh, fourteen point five pounds of birthday cake (gasps) in eight minutes. By Matt Stoney, your friend. Oh, is that Matt Stoney? Yeah. Okay. He likes the sweets. Matt is. Yeah, he's kind. She's an interesting cat. They're making... Does it say what their purse is for each of these? Not on the record one, but when you do look at some of the um, some of the other things, like if you wanted to eat tamales mm-hmm. um, in... Um, the tamales would be $3,500 purse. $3,500. <clears throat> so I okay. guess it's that. If you wanted to go to the National Buffalo, 
buffalo no. wing eating contest, Oof. you could make $5,000. That doesn't seem like a lot to No, me. the world's... Slo- what's the world slopper eating contest? Sl- slopper? S L O P P E R eating. I don't know what you're eating when you're eating slopper. It doesn't Sorry. sound like it's that appetizing, but it's $4,000 in prize ma- fair. And that's at the Colorado State Fair. <laughs> I think um, a lot of these are fair based. Yeah. You know, and I can see people really wanting you to, like, they have specifics, like certain kinds of hamburgers. Um, certain kinds of tacos. The World Taco Eating Championship got me going. I thought that was something I could get behind. <laughs> and you could, it has a purse of $5,000. Sure. It's in Santa Monica, California too. So it's not too far oh, from home. We could actually go do that. We could actually try to do that Let's and see how it. it goes. But oh, anyway, I, I thought that was, that was very interesting. And it really got me down to a rabbit hole of looking at <laughs> weird things that people can consider sports like i said let's i'm going back to the premise of if a guy thinks it's worthy of a being a sport it's a sport they have cornhole sure cornhole affected by its horrible name but it is a sport now where you can win a purse i mean they have professionals and they have like strategy Mm -hmm. and they practice i mean Mm -hmm. bowling was a sport but it was an Olympic sport for a while. I was looking up some of the weird Olympic <laughs> sports, and bowling was actually in there. It's not anymore, I don't Well, what's think. that ice one where they... Oh, the curling. The curling. It's... Uh, we, we got sucked into the rabbit hole <clears throat> watching curling for a while, and it is upsetting. Um, because I don't understand, like, it just doesn't make sense. No. It's weird. I don't know what happened. Anyway, um, uh, bowling was an Olympic sport in 1988, and then in 1996, it is no longer an Olympic sport. Its origins, do you know what country? Here's your here's your quiz for the mm-mm, day. Mm-mm. Where did know. it originate? I have no idea. Egypt. Oh, I never knew that. I mean, who would have thought? Um, now, it, did you ever see the movie Dodgeball with Vince Vaughn? Yes. Okay. It's one of my favorite movies. It's pretty funny. It, there's... It, so many great lines from that but they made a joke about how the dodgeball was being um broadcast on espn 8 the ocho Mm -hmm. that's the (laughs) it's not that far from the truth because that's sort of what we're dealing with now as far as weird sports are concerned that that um hot dog eating contest is televised live i I saw walked in on it i walked in on it and i thought i just I, I went to, I, I walked into something I'm not supposed to see. Like, <laughs> you look away. I looked away and then I, I had to look again. Okay, so we're sports around the world. Mm-hmm. Now, I get it in some of these countries where there's not a lot you can. That's part of it, right? There's that, not a lot to do. There's not a lot to do. Sure. How about this? Tell ostrich me. racing. <gasps> is there a person on the ostrich? There is people on the back of an ostrich. No. I wouldn't mind doing that, actually. I wonder how hard that is. The ostrich is mad. Is it I can't imagine he's happy. <laughs> is there a, a, a can you Here, see a picture? You see a picture. Is there a saddle like a horse? I can't tell, but I think they're strapped onto these ostriches. Ooh, that's upsetting. Yeah. It originated in Africa. Sure. Ostrichation became quite popular, making its way to the United States. Ostriches can reach a marvelous speed of up to 70 kilometers per hour. And this makes it exciting for onlookers. They can go that fast? They can go pretty fast. Ooh. Toe wrestling. To, no yes stop among it. the weird sports around the world no have you heard of thumb wrestling well it's that except people don't use, like their thumbs they use their feet no yes <laughs> how do i ew okay so ew how about shovel racing what's that mean well 
think about this. Okay. You're wearing a helmet. Sure. You're all dressed in in your whole downhill skiing outfit. That's what it looks like. Oh, okay. And then they sit on a big metal shovel and they put the handle of the shovel between their legs and they go down. Oh, the mountain. Is this like a Scotland situation? I don't think so. And making its way in the first Winter Olympics X game in 1997, that became was a sport for for a time. It was an X game sport. Yeah, those X games. They'll pick up. They'll pick it up. How about cheese rolling? Yeah, I I was just gonna say that. <laughs> I love the cheese rolling. You do? Yeah, I've watched it. I've watched it on TV before. Well, it's been around for over 200 years. Sure, it's very popular. So many of us have never heard of it. Oh yeah, it's really kind of cool. It's sort of fun. It's yeah. well, and also like in um, you know, I've run the bulls in Pamplona. Sure. Some would say that's a sport. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Not sure. I think it is. You're you're lucky if you don't kill get killed during that. Could time. be, yeah, or fall as as you're entering into the stadium. Like you did. Some people have done that. I don't mean to call you out, but. <laughs> It's slippery. The cobblestone's slippery and it's got, you know. You go from cobblestone to then it's crappy shale that's inside. And when you hit that shale, man, you're it's all over. Um, so some people would call that a sport because they've monetized it. But also, I think it's also in Pamplona, Spain. I could be wrong. There is a tomato throwing competition that they have in the town square. I don't know what that garners aside from, oh my goodness, a lot of acid. Also... Um, there's a thing called bog snorkeling. What? Bog, you know, the bogs. Oh, the peat moss and the bogs. Oh, yeah. They snorkel and it's a, it's, it's an actual sport. You're not in any sort of tropical waters, obviously, but there's an annual world championship and it's held in Wales. Has been since 1985. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. You're snorkeling through the bogs. You've got to swim like over a hundred yards through a trench, you know, a peat bog or a mm-hmm. marshland or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the world record for 120, 20-ish yard swim is 18 seconds. Jeez. I know. That's pretty fast through a bog. Maybe it's because you are you don't know what's in that bog. You're trying to get away from That's whatever That's like the Loch Ness Monster lives in that kind of stuff. That's right. That's disgusting. He does. Um, there are random things. We've uh, discovered dog surfing. I love dog surfing. I they, do. I, do, I, I have to say oh. of all the weird sports, I, I do find this amusing. There's always some sort of cute little French bulldog yep. that just like gets it's, on the end of that surfboard. And it started in San Diego, just south of us. Sure. And it has spread quickly across America and Australia as well. Of course. So that's pretty cute. Quidditch. What's Quidditch? Well, it's the dream come true for all the Potterheads out there. because it's, it's from po- Harry Potter. Yes, oh. from Harry Potter. The idea from the fictional game of for Wizards was so enthralling that fans made it a real sport. Okay. Um, there's something called world gurning. What is that? G-U-R-N-I-N-G. <laughs> okay. This is a contest where people who can pull the ugliest face wins. Oh, come on. You'd think that this weird... This is a weird new age something, mm-hmm. but no. It started in 1297. Oh. Okay. That's a long time ago. Well, in well, the UK. Well, sure. They get crazy over there. They had some weird stuff going on here. Bed racing. Bed racing? Yeah. The first bed racing contest was held in North Yorkshire town. Um, I don't know what where this was. Knackersborough? <laughs> sure. Narrowsboro? It, it's a beautiful place to vacation. I don't know, but 
1965 and was open only to the Army, Navy, and Marines. But today the competition is open to one and all. And there's a picture of like a hospital bed <gasps> and people dressed up in costume. This oh. particular group of people are dressed up like Jersey-made cows. Oh. And they're pushing somebody in the bed. Well, okay. So, I, I mean, I could see that. That's like a fraternity something that you would do, right? I think we should do it as two average girls. I'm going to tell you something else that's weird. And this, I couldn't find much more than this. Extreme okay. ironing. I, I mean. Um, Let me, it, it's exactly as it sounds. The sport <laughs> is loved by self-proclaimed ironists that enjoy going to remote, lo, remote locations and ironing clothes. You got some OCD. There's something weird about I'm you. I'm going to say you've got, you might have a little OCD if you're doing that. There is a lot more than that. But the one I'm going to end on. Please. Is wife carrying wife oh carrying yes oh i've seen that i probably on espn ate the outro really uh-huh i have watched that on tv i'm Maybe it- i'm looking at it says it the sport has its roots in finland mm-hmm. men are supposed to carry their wives through the obstacle courses in the shortest amount of time mm-hmm. and you know what the prize is what the winner gets is his wife's weight in beer Okay, so now we got a little bit of a dichotomy here because you want a little tiny lady that you can go through the... But at the same time, you want that beer at the end, right? She's but showing I'm me a picture. That if like she's 100 pounds, that's still a lot of beer. That's a lot of beer. Also, okay, we're going to post this on our, on our Instagram. It's very important that the woman is strong because she has to hold on. She's got her legs wrapped around his neck backwards. Like, she's got her face in his butt. She's got, yeah, which is fine. She looks like she could crack a walnut with those thighs. I think that's the key. Yeah, so she has to, it's very important that she can hang on because he's just trying to get through that obstacle course and can't be as concerned with keeping her on his back as maybe you would be on a regular wife carrying race. So I was telling my son, Mitchell, who Mm -hmm. is really a sports fanatic. He is. I said something like, yeah, Mitchell, they even have something called wife carrying. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah. You know what they win? They win beer. He knew exactly (laughs) what it was. Of course, Mitchell knows. He's that guy. He's the guy that they're, they're... they're going for yes that's exactly who they're trying to get to watch their stuff i i i I find it just so humorous i love it i wish shopping was something men liked because then it would become a sport Mm. and you and i we could compete we'd win all the prizes that's what i'm saying i mean i would carry you on my back (laughs) through nordstrom And you have like maybe a bag. Let's do this. Like there's a bag and you can fill it with as much stuff. I don't think you want to hold me. I think I'm going to have to hold you. You're like a pocket pal. You don't want to be able to hold me. I you would, do, I, I would break you in half. I'll do whatever it takes. I'll put you on my back. I give you a big bag. We go through and let's see who can fill the, sh- the, the bag full of the most expensive shoes and handbags. <laughs> Please within- make it challenging. <laughs> You could do that with your eyes closed. I mean, come Just on. Just by smell alone. You don't even need to touch them. You're like, those are Gucci's in the bag right now. Right. I mean, like, you know, orienteering. I can't find my way on the freeway, but you put me in a mall and I am just like, okay, where are we? True true North. Where's Nordstrom? Okay, there it is. There. You've never seen anything like it? She's magical. I mean, it's like I have got a, like some kind of magnet inside of me. It's just like, whoop. There she goes. All right, people. It's like You're, the homing pigeon. Let's get on this. This is a real sport that needs to happen. Ah, uh, thanks for joining us. I'm Ann Police. And I am the sports person of the world, Denise Cooper. We're two average girls. See you next time.